Welcome to Overflow. Got my main man, Christian Piles, from Virginia or West Virginia or wherever locale he is over there in the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> uh, and we'll be hitting it again a couple off topics if you're new to the show. It's it's uh, a podcast where we talk about things mostly um, off the mat kind of deal. Um Things I like to hit on the periphery of this sport. Um, coming off a big uh, couple weeks in in, in wrestling, um, and as you can probably tell by my my, my voice, it's flu season, and uh, or or some kind of season. A lot of people getting sick, and, and um, well, well, okay. Before I get into that, um, Christian, what do you make of these these sort of goofy results? I call them goofy results. Um, things that you don't normally see you, you saw Oklahoma State team that was really flat you saw uh, James Green lose to a, a good uh, Welch but you know you didn't expect you didn't see that coming do you think there's anything anything to um, coming off of of holiday break or maybe you know the flu season does that play any kind of part into the recent performances we saw sure yeah I mean it's like it, it almost like well what else could it be are we to really believe that, like, you know, Welch is now better than James Green? Like, I, I just, I, I think it's exactly that. Guys are sick. Guys are coming off break. Uh, you know, you know, I mean, training I'm cycles not, I'm not, overlap differently. Right. I'm not trying I, to take, I don't take anything any, away. I don't take anything away from them either. I'm not taking no anything away from Iowa's win over Oklahoma State because uh, <laughs> I will look great, and that's a testament to their wrestlers and, the, and to the coaching staff. Uh, and and if the match was wrestled again, <laughs> it could go the same way. It's just, but all of I all all of Oklahoma State looked unprepared and and flat. Um, and and Welch is having a great year, and I think the Purdue guys overall tip of the cap to Tony Ursuline. I think he's he's really coaching them up. I've been surprised um, and encouraged by the overall Purdue f- performance for the whole season. However, um, you know, you, you just didn't expect that result. No, not at all, not at all. It will, I don't think it'll happen again. Green has let down matches before. He does, yeah. And, and, you know, last year he almost lost, not to Brian Murphy, he lost to Zirup uh, almost, like darn near lost this match. And I was like, what is going on? So he has these matches. You know, he lost to Isaac Jordan. Now Isaac Jordan's excellent. But then he tech balls him later in the yeah. year. So. Well, it's like, another, uh, another, okay. another thing too. Another thing too. In wrestling in general, it has no, you know nothing to do with <laughs> flu season or off the break or whatever. But you know, if a guy beats, if one guy beats another guy five two a hundred times in a row, and there's not really all that separation, and you you know you, you think it's par for the course, and then the other guy flips the result and beats him five four or something like that, it's like the world's coming to an end. What really? There's a lot of good kids out there, and and wrestling matches at the highest level come down to one or two scenarios, one or two yeah, sequences. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Drake Kudashel's beaten Josh Kendig four times, and you know, it, Kendig right. flips it on him. So right. what? What? Are, you know, Drake Kudashel's not worse, and uh, than he was before. Just you know, maybe Kendig's better. Kendig's wrestled him a lot. Who we well, see well, it? We see it all the time. Thing, interesting thing is too is that you know. At, at, on one hand, I want to chalk it up to um, Oklahoma State's flat performance, um, to the holiday break and coming back off break and whatever, maybe, you know, these intangible things. But uh, 
hell, a couple weeks before that, you were on the ground there. I wasn't there, but they sure seemed fine at Southern Scuffle. Yeah, they look good there. I mean, they, they look fine. I thought Eddie Clamara looked excellent in the matches I called of his at the Scuffle, and I was um, I was stunned, Gilman Bonus, Tim, stunned. They've wrestled oh, maybe four or five times over their collegiate careers, and it's been a decision every time for Gilman. And he, we know he's great, and we know that, you know, he's got offense, but, he, you know, he tends to not show it. And Clamara darn near beats Alan Waters, who many people think is the number one guy in the country right now. So it's like I was expecting a battle there. I was like, man, Eddie's coming on. You know, Gilman didn't look that great in victory against Tomasello. This is going to be – this is Eddie's time, you know, at home. They're, right. and, and Oklahoma State traditionally is good at home, and he just didn't have it. I, I was well, I was stunned with that. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Iowa looked amazing. Iowa looked amazing, and like I said, I don't think that uh, even if even if Oklahoma State's clicking on all cylinders, I don't know if the things are different because Iowa just looked freaking that good. Even even um, you know they want they only lost two matches, and one of them Brooks gave away. Uh, you know, yeah, uh, if he had that, situ- sure. if he had that situation to do over, I'm sure he wouldn't do it again, and he'd get his hand raised at the end. So Iowa looked Iowa looked fantastic. Um, yeah. And and keeping with kind of the same theme, um, this is <laughs> the flu season and and playing into the Iowa thing. I was scheduled to go to uh, well, I sort of was scheduled. You know, the Iowa Hawkeye Wrestling Club kind of hinted around um, about me coming out to the Polar Plunge, and and uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make. It. I wasn't sure of the entire details. I didn't get any. Um, the, the details till yesterday and I thought I'd go but then people around me people here at work said Willie you're crazy you know you've <laughs> you've been uh, sick for two weeks and traveling and you got all this work to do and you're gonna go jump in a frozen lake and that's probably not the best idea so um, while I really wanted to go I you know it, a lot of people understand on social media and message boards and stuff that I would I would people um, <laughs> aren't my biggest fans, and I, I wanted to go there, and uh, you know, show them, show them my love, and help support the program, and maybe restore a little bit of my image. And now this is probably gonna um, do <laughs> do do the complete opposite of that, and just exacerbate the problem. But uh, it, it's just not the right time, man. It's uh, I, you know, I I'm spitting up radioactive fluid, and 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 <laughs> last night, I mean, I'm on antibiotics, and last night I woke up in the middle of the night. Um, with a snot mustache, like a seven-year-old, and so it, oh, it's, gosh, come on. it's just not, it's just it's it would be really really stupid to to go jump in the lake, but uh, um, I'll make it up to you, Iowa. I promise you. I promise you. Um, so yeah, hey, Polar Plunge 2016. Polar Double Plunge 2016. I'll be there in in uh, in spandex. Nobody wants to see that. But. You're just gonna jump in. You just jump in, whether you're invited or not. Just be like an idiot from the crowd and just jump in. <laughs> um, speaking of sickness, this same traje- trajectory I've been on with my with my sickness, your wife has been on. And how's she feeling? Oh my gosh, that was brutal. That was brutal. I was like, is she better now? I was a sick. I was, yeah, she's good. She's good. She uh, she's been back at work and and doing well. I I was like a. Felt like a single mother there for a week. It was, <laughs> it was tough. It was tough. I kind of, uh, I'm like, geez, she has to do this every time I travel. It's like, this is, this is taxing to work. And then, the, but uh, you know, thank the Lord, we're all, we're all fine here and healthy and recovered. And um, well, you know, we, she's good. Um, 
we're gonna move into our big our big finale our, our thesis and uh, I wanted you especially on the show because you know the ins and outs of the college season is as good as anybody and um, you know the the cold and flu season certainly pa- plays a part in this topic or sort of um, but the season is long and grinding and there's no excuses and there's no let up um, so my kind of thought was, uh, and I've had this for a while, is the Big Ten Conference is by far and away the best and most um, competitive conference in the country, hands down. But at what cost? Is is the Big Ten schedule too tough? Um <coughs> You wrestle a gang of duels. You're still expected to go to the biggest majors and the biggest opens before um, a taxing a taxing duel season, and then what is by far the toughest conference tournament, which of course goes right into the NCAA's. So, uh, in your opinion, now now let's be clear. Now let's be clear. The Big Ten always has the best performances. Uh, always turns in the most All-Americans every year at NCAAs. So, um, initial reaction might be, how can the how can the Big Ten be too tough when every single year it pays dividends at NCAAs? Um, yeah. Your thoughts? Well, yeah, that's, that was a big part of my point, I guess. It's like, well, is it too tough? I mean, what does too tough even mean if they're – if they're having the most team success, the most individual success across the board, obviously it's not too tough. Obviously the the rigor and the grind of it is paying dividends. And, and think about why do, why do we always say, you know, Pennsylvania is the best state in wrestling, man. Every single week you're tested. At the district level, you've got guys that are nationally ranked that don't qualify for states. That pays dividends down the road, and it's the – and those guys end up having success in college. Some and guys that aren't even Dumfries that aren't even comes to mind. That aren't even heralded. Yeah, Dumfries didn't qualify. Now he's been in and out of the national rankings. So it's like, um, for that same reason, Pennsylvania is considered the best state, and then they in turn typically produce the best collegiate wrestlers. So by that same logic, that the Big Ten is kind of like Pennsylvania is, and that guys are tested, and and you've got guys beaten up all the time. You've got okay, guys so that look at look at um. Well, here's a, here's a, a, a other example. Like Brody Groth has beat everybody last year, but then then he had a bad bad Big Ten and a bad um, um, NCAA's. But yeah, but, but the guys that were behind him, battling him all the time, they had good conference tournaments, good NCAA's. So, you know, I think you're getting that iron sharp as iron. Well, and and plus two of those guys, you know, he beat Sertis, he beat Grahalis. Those were the first and third guys in the country, and they're Big Ten guys. So they went through theoretically the same thing, um, the Big Ten schedule, and just Grothis, he didn't peak, he didn't adjust, guys figured him out, whatever. But it wasn't because, oh, he wrestles the Big Ten schedule, because otherwise the same would have been true for Sertis and Grahalis, and those guys were uh, amazing at NCAA. So to me it just comes down to, well, do you peak your athletes? Well, okay, so so, but the obvious, I think, um, rebuttal is 
so so wrestler X goes through the 149 pound uh, Big Ten season and he grinds and he gets beat up and he's hurt and he has to work through all this stuff and he has to peak for nationals and <laughs> there's a 149 pounder in the EIWA that's working his ass off yes but is he going through that mess no and he still gets on the podium it's not like it's not like you go through the Big Ten and you're guaranteed to be an All American so so. Do you need to go through that? Do you need to freaking go through a, an absolute meat grinder to get to where you want to be? There, maybe, you know, listen, there's All-Americans from SOCON and the Pac-10 and the EIWA and ACC. And there's, I mean, easy for me to say, right? But their season, their schedule, their regimen isn't as brutal as a Big Ten. So do you need to, do you need to go through all that? Well, no. I mean, you don't. I mean, need to? No. I mean, obviously, you know. All right. Let me ask you. Let me, let me ask you this. Go for it. You have a kid, CDP. Mm-hmm. Caleb Piles. Big shout. He wins. Uh, he wins a couple state titles. Ten years from now, fifteen years from now, he wins a couple state titles. In Virginia, he's going to go to college. He's getting. Let's say he's getting recruited by everybody in the country. You know, he wins Super 32. Do you want him going to Iowa, Illinois, Northwestern, Penn State? Or do you want him going to UVA or Lehigh? What do you, sure. what, what, what kind of life do you want for him? And, and listen, um, I am, and I am by no means trying to tell anybody where to go. I am by no means trying to say, uh, Hey, wrestling dads out there, do not send your kids to Big Tens. I am not saying that at all. I'm I'm starting dialogue. I'm starting a conversation. I'm trying to be realistic about it. But uh, yeah, what do you do? Well, I well, uh, obviously, you know, right now he is three, so it's <laughs> like I would like to say I want him to go to to a great academic school. You I know, mean, it'd be awesome okay, if listen, he, from if a, he could go to Northwestern, if he could go to uh, Cornell, where you get, in my opinion, uh, UVA. You know, one of those. Great academic. I mean, one of the best schools in the country for academics. One of the best schools for wrestling. You kind of get that that overlap. If you can get your guy in the best wrestling and best academic situation, that's what you want. And if that's not in the Big Ten, then it's not in the Big Ten. Okay, um, but but I get what you're saying. He's not going to have to go through. I mean, it's just harder than 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 yeah, it would be you, somewhere else. What I if you that. believe? And I'm playing both coins here because I'm playing both sides of the coin here because this is really, I think, well, what is a dilemma. Um, what if you believe that Tom Brands is the guy to get your kid to to meet his goals? Sure. Then then that's where I mean that's where you go. I mean you go. That has a lot to do with it. And there's a lot of really good coaches in the Big Ten. That's why they get a lot of good wrestlers. And you know it's kind of it kind of feeds itself. It's this you know good wrestlers want to go where the good coaches are and the good coaches go. So it just kind of keeps happening that these great guys end up there. But yeah, it's it's totally. You know where he wants to be, where he thinks is the best place for him across all facets. And a lot of guys, it's a badge of honor to wrestle in the Big Ten. I mean, wrestlers, wrestlers. Are oh, you hear it all the that. time. You hear it all the time. When, when kids verbal to schools, they, they they call me up. They you know they send me an email. Willie, I just wanted to leave you know I verbal to uh, blah blah blah. And I say, okay, uh, let's do an let's do an interview. And I say, uh, so why did you pick um, Wisconsin? Oh, you know I really want to wrestle in the Big Ten. Why did you pick Illinois? Yeah. 
uh, Big Ten wrestling. There's nothing better. Why did you pick Nebraska? Oh, uh, there's nothing. I want to be tested every week. You know, I, I want to be in the, the best conference. So uh, it is a badge of honor, and and, um, and that's everybody part of, knows that's like a, Everybody knows the Big Ten is the best. wired to take the path of – I mean, it's just like – Oh, There's yeah. something about doing the hardest possible thing. Okay, what's the hardest thing? Right. Wrestling in the Big Ten. That's okay, what, I'm going to do that because I'm what a freaking wrestler. That's what wrestlers do. You know, they, they take the – I mean, the guys that always end up being the winners. The guys that end up being the losers and the burnouts are the ones that uh, take the path of least resistance to make shortcuts and, and cut corners. And um, and that's not and I'm that's not, not saying that, oh, if you go to that, it is the path of least resistance. Right, so, right. I'm not saying that at all. I mean, on some level, listen, I grew up in a town that was really tough. <laughs> and and, and the, the ethos of, of the community um, was really tough. Like, you be a man and you face challenges and you, you kick ass. Uh, on some level, there has to be, uh, in asking this question, you got to ask yourself, are you being a pussy? <laughs> I mean, uh, you don't want, you know. No, I, you're not being soft because um, you choose a different a different route. But um, going to the Big Ten offers more challenges, but it also has proven to be the most successful. But with you know, with that comes pros and cons. You're living the life. You're living the grind. Um, yeah. So, so I, I think one thing you're seeing coaches that are um, even in the Big Ten are taking. Um, they're doing what they can to combat that a little bit. I mean, think about, um, you know, Ohio State goes to Vegas, toughest tournament in the country. But then they basically have the month of December off. Yeah, they did. So like, they did. They scheduled so, it that way. And they've done and they've done that for years. I mean, they've been they haven't gone to Midlands or Scuffle since I can remember. They, well, that's and, just what they I think, do. Uh, I think I think Iowa has been kind of smart about it too. That they now. The wrestling season is damn long. I don't. I don't know. I don't pay attention to most other college sports. But um, Jesus, is there any is there any season that's as long as wrestling season? And I, I think Tom Brands he starts the season off slow. Sometimes he takes some criticism for it. Why is Why is Iowa not here and why are they wrestling co college? Um, but it's smart. Like maybe you need to shorten the season for your guys so you don't have to freaking peak for uh, uh, six months. You know. Yeah, it, it's just not reasonable to think your guys can be at their best that that often. You know, I, I get it. And and you know what? Every result plays a part into seeding. So uh, <laughs> you you almost have to be up all the time. And so the, when when Tom Ryan picks his spots to wrestle his guys, and and Tom Brands maybe uh, starts the season out slower, um, maybe that's a smart, calculated decision. Yeah, I mean, I I think there is a, I mean, I it's easy for me. I the more wrestling, the better is kind of my mentality. Yeah. But then when I think about, it, I'm like, these guys wrestle too much. Like they and you wrestle the same guy too much. It's like, is this a? I know. What, what are we accomplishing here? It's just like, oh well, there's a date, so I guess we should wrestle on this date because yeah, you know, yeah. well, it's, and it's the week, it's the weekend, so you better wrestle, right? Like for for us well, too in in media in media and in in the fandom world. Um, we get pissed off when this team is visiting this team, and there's going to be a top five ranked matchup, and one guy sits in a, one of the guys sit out. We we throw our hands up in the air and we're pissed. And yeah. to an extent, I will always be pissed. And to an extent, I will always say, put your freaking guy on the mat. Yeah. But 
you know, that, that, that's me stuff. as a fan, and, and maybe that's not the most intelligent decision. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we. I mean, I, I'm not going to speak for you, but, I mean, I'm a fan first, so that's kind of my, my – my first reaction, my initial reaction almost always is what a fan's reaction is, not really a – so, media so, so I guess what we're accomplishing here is the fact that wrestling season's damn, damn tough and damn long. I don't know that we're breaking any new ground here. We always knew this, um, but I, I, I think, I think there really are pros and cons to going Big Ten and to not going Big Ten. Yeah, one one thing I'll say is you're you're seeing some teams ramp up their schedules that are not in the Big Ten, really go after it. I mean, I know that I live in Virginia, not West Virginia, um, but so I see Virginia Tech a lot. And UVA's got a tough schedule too. But Virginia Tech, think about this. They go to Vegas. They go to Midlands. They duel Ohio State out of conference, Penn State out of conference, Iowa State, and you and I. Those are not – those are tough, tough teams, even though they're not the best they've ever been. They're good teams, right? Like they don't have to – they're like seeking out all this competition – in addition to their, um, you know, they go to Virginia duels and they have the Hokie and they have a lot of things, and the ACC is getting tougher. So, like, they're seeking this out, So, which would suggest to me, because, you know, Kevin Dress is a good coach, he sees the value in the rigor and the competition. Right, maybe he's trying to get a schedule as rigorous and as demanding and, and taxing on his guys to prepare them, just like the Big Ten schedule is. I mean, that's a very good point, I think, Christian. Yeah, and to this point, I mean, they maybe have one of the toughest schedules, uh, including Big Ten teams, because a lot of a lot of teams don't do the Vegas Midlands or Vegas scuffle. Not too many, and um, and when you consider they're seeking out the best teams in the Big Ten as well, it's it's tough. So, um, you know, I think there's something to that. So I would say, you know, in summation, of my point that the Big Ten is not too is not too tough, though it is the toughest. It's not tough to a point where it's detrimental. Right, right. Well, uh, you guys listening at home, leave us comments underneath. What is your take on the college wrestling season in general, um, the difficulties and, and the differences in conferences and the pros and cons of, of the Big Ten and non-Big Ten? Uh, leave us messages at the bottom, and uh, we'll get back to you. And we'd like to hear what you have to say. Christian, thank you, as always, for joining me. Uh, it's so much better when you're on uh, I have to say. Thank you, Willie. I, and, I uh, always want to be on. <laughs> What's next for you, buddy? Shoot, I'm doing uh, Flow Wrestling Radio Live tonight, but when you hear this, it will have already happened. So thanks for listening. Hey, where you at this weekend? Nowhere. I am home for the first weekend in like a um, month and change. Nice, buddy. Good to spend time yeah. with your family. Uh, thank you so much, Christian. Thanks, Willie. I'll holler at you later. Later, buddy.